Hello, everyone, our beautiful listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the space of the safe space. How is everyone doing today? Hi, I'm doing well, and considering I haven't been here in months. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the tea because Derek tried to talk to talk to me about it, and I was like, get away from me. Yeah, like, I'm uh-huh. back. That's what matters. Yeah. So like lately, actually, life's been going way better than a few months ago. So I'm I'm like really happy. I passed the test. I didn't study hard, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, you can't. But like, I wanted to speak about the Super Bowl because. Yes. Tell us what Consumer Bowl is about. So Consumer Bowl is basically the policies and laws of being a consumer. So it's what you should know as a customer and what you're getting yourself into when you invest in many businesses. So it was me, Tiana, the friend, Calvin, the captain, which I don't understand how Hintop will let happen. (laughs) Hintop, another one, and Tafika. So it was three juniors and another's in one senior so while we was having a competition i'm not gonna lie we had a we had so many interruptions we had the fire drill we had the announcements yeah. and then the internet was just lagging mm-hmm. and despite that we still won against two schools we still okay anybody else have anything that happened oh be careful whatever you say over there, mister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> I, I to okay, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Um, I haven't been here in a while. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Don't make me look at the calendar. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we don't want to look at that. Holding a grudge? Just a slight. Oh, my week's been good. But workouts. So the school started this um workout thing, the um, gym weight room, the school weight room. I've just been fatigued over that. Like my mm-hmm. legs have been just randomly just cramping, and it's, it's tough. Yes, this is what it means to be an athlete. I didn't choose to be this way. But <laughs> <laughs> you kind of chose to be an athlete, my friend. I mean, yeah. You know, I can, you know, I can relate to that, right? I can relate. I can relate. I can relate. I can't. Even though I'm not an athlete, I remember, um, my, I remember my gym class going to the weight room for our lesson of that day, and like we have to do like a whole full body workout in 20 minutes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I did that too. Yeah, and my, the next day after that, I can, I can't tell you how sore my muscles were. Like my upper body muscles, my hamstrings, it was terrible. It cost me maybe like. Um, maybe two to three days of healing, but I'm good now. Yeah, I also remember way while back when I had to do this parade for the school. We had to walk four miles with my drum. I was literally dying. Oh. I literally thought I was not gonna survive that. Oh. <laughs> Made us walk all the way. I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're close to the school. I'm thinking we're gonna go. This is a shortcut. They make us go the long way. Oh. And I was just like. They made yeah. me do extra work. No compensation. I have not. We did not receive anything from the band from doing all of that. While the football team was, they were on the thing. They didn't have to walk. They were. They were chilling. Yeah. It's always the football. Always the football always team. The, they always invest in the football team. Well, you get sore. Huh? And then you just, you 
Yeah. But overall, this week has been good for me. So, I also want to talk about, we haven't talked about yet, what's going on between Ukraine and Russia? Oh, my God. I think we need to talk about it for five minutes. I don't think we should talk about it. Oh, why not?
um, imagine your house being destroyed by a bomb or like yeah. people fleeing for their lives. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, right? Like, absolutely yes. out of nowhere. I hope my kids as well, like some kids were also injured as well too. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's like Africans and just and other like Middle Eastern kids are being trapped. In Ukraine, because uh, many of the officials are just focusing on the Ukrainians first. Like they're like, like a lot of people are saying that it's racism because they are focusing on Ukrainians. They're not really focusing on Africans there, the Middle Eastern, Indians there. Like it seems like the priority there for them, at least in their perspective, is that we're trying to leave, but you're keeping us here. We want to be safe as well. And even people from other countries are saying that they should like help them but that's not their first priority right mm-hmm. yeah i think we i think what you're trying to say is like we tend to forget that you know in it there's innocence on all sides here yeah right absolutely yeah. Um, and also this correlates to um if you guys remember when the american soldiers were coming out of afghanistan oh yeah, yeah. we just got out of that war yeah we just got, we got out of that war. Um, we got out the of president's war. verdict was to Evacuate all the troops first before evacuating the Afghans. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's stupid and dumb because it all correlates and it just shows the thinking of many political leaders. Right. They value um, themselves as a nation over other people that are boosting their economy, right? Without Africans or other foreigners in Ukraine, there wouldn't be such a booming economy there, right? Because the foreigners make up most of the economy, besides from Ukraine, besides from actually Ukraine. So it's actually really dumb to not leave the Africans and other foreigners as a priority, because just wasting money. Yeah. Well, war, war, I mean, a lot of people do start war for money, right? That's true. So, I mean, I, and that's a whole subject in itself that we will probably have, we should have an episode on. Um, because we can re yeah, exactly. Stay (laughs) Stay stay tuned because we probably will have an episode about war and economics. And I think you guys should really look into that because, uh, that could be a whole 30, 40 minutes on itself, but we are going to go into our topic because this is part two of the conversation about black health and wellness. Um, so the way that we ended the conversation last week is we talked about uh, the the term strong black women, right? Yeah. And we, I, I know that many of us can think of someone who is strong in our life, but sometimes when we use terms, it can come with a stereotype, right? That is true. And when we try to stick onto the stereotypes, people use that and they hold on to that and it can affect our mental health, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we did have, I that's where we ended. Um, I'm going to go, we're going to continue because there's so much to talk about in this topic and I want to make sure that we continue on. So... Uh, the next section on this is there's a high maternal uh, maternity rate in black women is representative of a larger problem. The risk of pregnancy related deaths for black women is three to four times higher than it is for white women, regardless of their level of education. Black women are more likely to experience these preventable deaths than white women. Uh, 
we need to make sure that women are heard and that their complaints are taken seriously, whether that's around the pain or likes swelling in their depressed moods. So, what do you guys think about that? Okay, well, for one thing, I mean, honestly, it is heartbreaking that um, black women um, experience death because of pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have more is. complications in their pregnancies, yeah. Yeah, but, um, but um, say, whoever, like, if, I'm just going to say this, if there's any black woman out there that is pregnant at this point, honestly, I commend you for being so strong, and, 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 and that's going to really add on to the mother that you're going to be, so um, that baby should be really lucky to have a wonderful mother that is really strong and really confident despite of all of the pains and all of the complications because okay let's be real um women that go through pregnancy like when you have a baby yeah. it's not easy not easy no, it's not easy. easy so why do you guys so most what they're saying is that most of these deaths are preventable right mm-hmm. thank goodness yes but that's a problem yeah that is a problem that's serious. that's yeah. that's the issue so why are they preventable and why are they happening? Uh, the reason why this is preventable or why it's happening is because many white doctors, not even only white doctors, but doctors that are not black, think that black women have a higher rate of pain tolerance. Correct. And with that, they don't give them the amount, the right medication and stuff like that. And also with the midwife too, like if it's a, like a white midwife they would not understand how like a black woman would process the pain and stuff like that they won't look at us the same way as they they should have so like do you think maybe there's some sort of bias or personal bias i think that they're not taught the right way how to take care of us black people because of racism and other other factors that happen we're being suppressed and always look undermined, so they're not being taught about that in school. The thing that should be changed is to include the blackness of our melanin and our pain that we go through during pregnancy, so that doctors in the future understand that yes, we have we might have a higher pain tolerance, but that doesn't mean you undermine when we say we're in pain or this and that or we are feeling some kind of pain. Another factor is environmental factor. Um, White people, well, not to use the term, but in terms of statistics shows that income-wise, they have a higher income, meaning they can afford better houses. And, And the minority us, black people, they have a lower income, meaning they can afford cheaper houses. And the reason why I say environmental factors is because there are so many things that go around us in our neighborhood that can also affect how they perceive us, right, or, or perceive black women in general. Mm-hmm. So when you go to the doctor's office, right, there is a certain way us we redress or a certain way uh, the white dress that is totally different to how they perceive us and how they can look at the child like how can how is the potential of the child you're raising going to be what is the outcome so that's that's something i i think and i think you guys also have to consider it's like right so you have these 
you know, we have to think you're talking environmental factors, you're talking about finances, you're talking about, you know, pain tolerance. So where does that come down to? How do we how do we change it? Well, so one, and it's very cliche, but like you have to educate people. Like you can't and we have to like mm -hmm. honestly talk because if you don't talk then people won't I know, so but that obviously has an impact and we have been promoting the idea that we do that many black women and a lot of people definitely need need to be enlightened about many information because if you have a lack of information and you're going into a field where you need to know certain things and you need to act a certain way then you gotta like take the effort in learning that and honestly it's not even about learning about it it's about their mindset it's about how they view others and how they're going to actually um how they're actually going to take certain things as well yeah it's true you know okay um can i just quickly add on to what Tiana said so I remember, I think in my um, social issues class back in the 11th grade, I believe, um, yeah. um, um, we were quickly talking about like why isn't like um, racism or anything related to that taught in most schools. Yes, it is a sensitive topic, and it's still something that we face today. With it's not just us; it's not just us Black people. It's um, it could be like um, Asian Americans, Pacific Islanders, even Native Americans. Anyone could go through something like this. Um, and I will say again, yes, it is a sensitive topic, but it has to be learned about in order for us to even have a chance of making a change. Education is the key to success, and I've always and I've always seen that, and I felt, and I felt like, hmm, it is, it is very true. So, um, in terms of black health and wellness, um, I don't, I honestly don't know why in the medical field that um, we kind of get these like dis, like smaller like disadvantages. And um, I mean, we're we're no different from everyone else living in this world. We're just a different. We're just a different skin color. Like, what's the big difference? What is, what is it about me as a black person mm -hmm. that like <clears throat> that you should be against me? Or like, what is this stereotype or like a stereotype um, concerning a black person? Like, forget forget all of that because I am not your enemy. I will say it again. I will. I. I'll technically, I'm not really your enemy. But, yeah, so that's the thing, though. So is that nature versus nurture? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like what you're saying, nature based on, like, how like how we're accustomed to certain things based mm -hmm. on whether or not we're going to be able to take care of people. And people would rather hold on to the nature of, I'm, I'm more better than you, I... There's like I'm more supreme than you, so like, and a lot of people actually do this in the medical field because it hurts us the most. It hurts us in terms of living and being able to actually walk around or being able to facilitate life. So that's why, especially in the medical field, we see so many disadvantages because mm -hmm. that's it, because they know it's going to hurt us the most there. Yeah. I feel like um to give like a more in-depth thing about like because we always say that we should just educate and everything i just want to say more in depth so what i first think we should do is that just first you should work on your community and work on ways that you mm. educate other people in your community you can do those things by just like 
first you gotta motivate yourself. And ways you can motivate yourself is that you can find because last time we were just talking about black history and how like we talk about Martin Luther King and everything and that we want other people we want to inspire other people. Do that. Whatever you wanna if you wanna be a public speaker, find someone online who has done that already. Try to use those skills, utilize those skills that they use, see their effectiveness, try out different things. And it's just it's more about just trying to invest in yourself. And then once you invest in yourself, you can bring those knowledge to other people so they can invest in themselves. And then your community is good. And then your community can help other communities. And then, and then as you're able to help other communities, it just becomes a cycle where other communities are getting this knowledge. Even though there might be people who don't agree with all of this and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. At least they're getting that knowledge. At least they're hearing it. That's the most important thing. People need to hear it. And like, then you can, you need to surround yourself with people who experience these type of things because you need to hear how they felt, how they their experience was, and we can just move on from there. You know, it was funny because as you were talking, before you started talking, I thought about the word advocacy. And, you know, do people know how to advocate for themselves? And what happens when we do advocate for ourselves? How are we received? Right? So does the black community know how to advocate for themselves? And how are they received? Okay, so I feel like first, um, wait, sorry. But first, let's break down what the word advocate is. Okay. Before we answer that question. So. Does anyone have an idea on what the word advocate is? I can Google it. Thank you, Ms. Bella. I'm always on for the good of the gooks. <laughs> I mean, Google is probably the best search engine alive. Uh, let's see. Let's get the, the Merman Webster Dictionary version of it. Okay. One who defends or maintains a cause or proposal. A per, One who supports or promotes the interest of a cause or a group. And the final one, a one who pleads the cause of, of another. Okay. Or we, would you like the verb okay. version of it? <laughs> I'm telling you, I got all of it. Uh, to support or argue for a cause to plead in favor of. There okay. you go. All right. I, so we got it. All right. Gotcha. So how does the black community advocate for themselves? Well... Um, we all we all know the movement that went on um, in March around 2020, BLM, <clears throat> um, and I feel like that was a that was a a movement from the black community saying, okay, enough is enough. Um, we have to fight for justice and show the world that um, black uh, that black people. We can be treated treated the same way. We can be treated equally as, as as every other person in this world. So I feel like um, I mean it's not even that. Even like say you have a friend who is black. Oh, you can you can treasure them. You can always be there for them. Um, and any you know what? Just support um, any support anyone. And like and of course everyone is in entitled to their own opinions. Everyone doesn't have to agree. So we can agree to disagree. So um, 
just be a really good support system to anyone around you. Okay. Um, to kind of piggyback off what Marcus said about self learning control thing, um, I think that one of the main important things that we need to focus mainly, like one of the aspects that we should focus on, is how do we add the campus messages to conservative white supremacists. Like, these are things that you need Everybody, to we're all tying together here. I like this. Kind <laughs> of things that we need to ha- know how to portray to them because they are sometimes ignorant to certain stuff. And knowing how to, like, know how to convince them and say, like, okay, you don't have to agree on certain terms, but you cannot let your fear of losing that power and that control that your ancestors once have control you to do something so bad or negatively affect us in the future too. I like that. like how you guys tied it together. There he is. Yeah. That's so, a, yeah. Wait, let's... All right, Derek, go ahead. Oh, that's a very good point. And it also talks about intelligence in a sense because mm-hmm. when... Back in history, when we were all, our ancestors were slaves, they thought we were not intelligent. Right. Right. Because intelligence was of white people. And you mm-hmm. can correlate that to Hitler. He thought the Jews were less intelligent than the Germans. Mm-hmm. And this correlates to here, advocating for black women, because they think just because we have a bit of melanin, mm-hmm. we don't have the intelligence that is needed advocate for others. Right. Which is false. Right. And this correlates to also the BLM. It showed a huge amount of intelligence and strength and courage for the black community because they started rising and saying no. Yeah. And now there's black owned things. There's black owned there's a huge Right. Especially on Wix. I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's a revolution. Which is great. There's a section called black Mm-hmm. And there are so many things that have been innovated there that you can find that shows the intelligence of what a little bit of melanin has. Yeah. And that's it's a good advocate to show that you have intelligence. Yeah. So I'll make it up. Yeah. Also to go, also to add on, like I just thought about this very known quote that a lot of people say how blacks don't crack. And just think of that. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know what it is. And I'm, I'm taking it to like a whole different level. So like we don't crack in terms of not giving up. We are very persistent and we fight for what we want. Because I remember being an American ethnic split. We were talking about what is black excellence. And mm. I said is it's about I said a lot of things. But I was like we are unapologetically ourselves. That we will fight no matter what. And we and although we know we have to work like ten times no fewer. More times harder, and we have to be very smart in how we move. We know that we have to still go, still keep going. So that's why I said that very no quote. We quote that we basically use for something else because we still like, although we will probably break, we're, we're not completely broken. We learn from our mistakes. So I, I really, I want to attach. I want to, I want to grab on to two things that you said. The I never heard that phrase, obviously, because. I never heard that phrase. Um, and black ex- excellence, right? These are terms that people hold on to, right? And what happens when we hold on to these terms? We internalize them. We internalize them, right? And what happened? We put value to them, right? And then we 
uh, we build our identities around them, right? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, I'm trying to think of my own ethnicities because I'm Middle Eastern and I'm Hispanic. So I'm trying to think of like examples, of, but I'm drawing a blank and I got nothing. And we my love brain. That for you, though. What? We love that for you. And I'm, and I'm trying to think of like some Spanish ones that I know, but again, blank. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think of like things that developed for you guys. It's like we hold on to these terms and these things and we internalize them. And what happens when we don't live up to them? Disappointment. We create these disappointments, right? Disappointment, because yeah. now it leads into our next one. Which is? Mental health problems amongst youth, black adults. Ooh, right. That's a relatable one. <laughs> right. So this just leads into my next one. Mm -hmm. black, uh, black American adults are 20% more likely to experience serious mental health problems such as major, major depressive disorder or generalized anxiety disorder. Black young adults ages 18 to 25 experience higher rates of mental health problems, lower rates of mental health services uh, is utilization compared with their white counterparts. Hmm. So, and which then I'm going to just go right into the next one because they're going to they tie together. Uh, black Americans are less likely to seek mental health treatment. Uh, are, uh, black Americans are more likely than white Americans to report persistent symptoms of emotional distress. Okay. But only third receive mental health care that they need. Okay. Only 33% of black Americans with any mental illness sought help from mental health services in 2019, while 50% of white Americans did. Mental health illness, uh, illness-related stigma, lack the trust in the healthcare system, lack of ethnic and racial diversity amongst providers, which is a thing, and lack of insurance or, or underinsurance are just few factors contributing to this disparity. But there are numerous organizations that can help. Okay. So, I think that kind of just tied into, like, I just, I don't know, I just tried to make them tie. They may have never... Actually, yes, no, no, yes, go miss Layla for today. So, let's talk about our lack of, you know, yes, I think amongst youth, you guys are struggling, but I think that as young black youth, you mm -hmm. guys are also struggling a little bit more. It's really tough. It is yeah, tough, it right? Is. So, we got again, it goes back to strong black women. Mm -hmm. I to, I, 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 that's why I grabbed onto that term black excellence because I, you know, I'm trying to think why I'm trying to think of the terms as like what I grew up with is like, you know, um, I know is like, I grew up, they always said that you don't need, um, uh, an older brother when you have uh, a Latina sister because we're just as tough. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? As I'm like in someone's face, mm -hmm. you know, um, because, yeah, like, because uh, we have the Latina temper, right? Right. So, but, yeah, you don't yeah. see me lose my, my bananas. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. like this. Ask Wait. my ask my partner. He, he does that on occasion. Um, so, but, you know, we have these stereotypes that we hold on to, but that also can destroy our identity at the same time because we feel like if we're not, we're less than, this does that make us less than a person? 
Mm-mm. It shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. In theory. So, okay, so, so let's talk about mental health in the black community. Because mm-hmm. I think that's so important to, to talk about. Okay. Yeah, sorry, but I just want to quickly open up for a second. Um, so I feel like, um, you know what, just from a personal point of view, I do have anxiety when it comes to having these um, lockdown drills and shelter-in-place drills. I was just yeah. talking about it this week. Yeah. And um, seriously, they really messed me up. I was like, um, I, like my heart starts pounding. I start mm-hmm. sweating. I just think the worst things. And I was like, Lord, help me. I don't want to die today. Not today. Yes. Not today. <laughs> yeah. Not today. They're scary. I know. They're terrifying. And <clears throat> like when the principal or the assistant principals or whoever on the intercom calls, like, or this is a lockdown or this is a shelter in place. Um, is that the terms they use? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they say this is a lockdown or this is a shelter in place. Um, it just it really it really scares me because I don't know if it's a drill or not because. Okay. Yeah. And um. And I try to like find I just find self help. Like I try mm. to I try to help myself. Like I always pray, and um, I look to and I look to my father. Um. But I don't really want to like seek a therapist because my dad always tells me always pray to God he's there for you and um like spiritual therapy we'll call it that spiritual okay therapy. yeah right that spiritual mm-hmm. therapy that's that's big in a lot of communities mm-hmm. I know that yeah and then what what's the other thing we talked about last week we don't air our dirty laundry right we don't well, you weren't what you weren't <laughs> we don't air no, we don't like, air, I don't know. But what we talked about, why don't we do, a lot of things is that we reason why we don't go and we don't talk about, we don't talk to our people outside the home is because why? What stays in the, the house, house. Oh, I mean, what's said in the house what stays, stays in, in the, the house, house right? Yeah. That's something we talked about last week, right? Yeah, we talked about your family members. But your family knows Let me tell you, my aunt in Virginia knows everything that I'm doing. And I'm like, ma, why do you got to tell my aunt everything, right? My brother in Haiti knows everything. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, but my family, they still don't understand. They're like, wait, people come talk to you? But I'm like, wait a minute. But uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You wanted to go? Go ahead. No, there's no point. Y'all already know what I'm going to say. But we don't want to hear what you got to say. Yeah, we want to hear what you want to say. You know, you may have something. There's no way you said the exact same word she said. No way. Okay. This is the same concept. Bro. Go ahead. So, um, what I was going to say is, uh, you know, when you've been, you were born in this world, right? Right. And you've been told that, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that because you're this type of skin. And you're like, what are you talking about? I can do I can do just as good as you. Right. And or even better. Or even better. And let's say you fail one time, right? And you, like I said, the disappointment. It's like, damn, maybe I can't. Maybe I'm less than this person, which leads to, like, um, self-worth. Right. Uh, what, what is this word? Self-worth. Um, yeah, issues. Right. Issues. Uh, and, you know, when you, especially when you're a guy, an African guy, uh, when you have this, you know, mental health problems, like you said, you've been taught from when you were a child that you're a man, you can deal with it yourself, you know, you don't, you don't. It's need true. Like, yeah. Gender does play. I'm sure gender plays a big role into it too. As a male, a young black male, 
You know, you guys are held at a different standard. Right? You know, I don't know if you hear the phrase like boys don't cry. Um, yeah, right? Well, but I'm like, forget that. Toughen up. Toughen up. Why are you crying? I'm like, and I'm like, oh, come on now. We you know, all have to show emotion. We show vulnerability for a reason. So boys, what, they're not genetically built to right. cry. That makes no sense. Right. But now you get it. But like growing up, you were probably like, but I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's like, but those are the messages that stay with us. And it's it, Parents don't love you. I'm sure they do. Probably. Of course. Um, but it's just that's how they've been taught so, from yeah. children, yeah. like when they were a child. Yeah. So they just want the best from. They want. They want the best for their children. So when they see from their father mm-hmm. is what they're going to give to you because they think that's the best. Right. You know, that's the best trainer. For right. You. And yeah, and, which is not it really isn't. I mean, sometimes. They, they give good advice. Mm-hmm. But, like, their beliefs sometimes is just outdated. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 I want to add on, like, to talk about, like, the just statistics that were read mm-hmm. before. Um, It's really tough being, like, around 18 and up. Because first, college. Yup. College. 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 College is where the reality sinks in. Before even going to college, you got to pick your route. Like, after, after high school... I'm so nervous because I have to make sure that I'm going the route where I want to go. Because you by yourself, right? Like, everything is not, it's a different mindset. Like, high school does not prepare you from that mindset for, like, when it comes to, like, you have to do this report. When it comes to you have to do this specific assignment. We have due dates. College is like, you have all this time. They will just hand it all to you. No deadlines. Those Those are the days. No deadlines. It's technically deadlines, but, like... You know, you know it's, yeah. mm-hmm. they're like all the assignments are handed to you. It's not like one at a time, and teachers would be like, "Remember, this is due at eleven fifty nine p.m." or something like that. But it's just really like when it when you when you're black and you're like around eighteen and like twenty, you're twenty something. It's really hard because when it comes to like you, like you need higher education in order to like live like a medium wage house like just to get really, back yeah high school diplomas is not even like that good anymore no not even bachelor's I, not even bachelor's anymore which is crazy and then it, yeah i think um i heard this from one of my teachers that's saying that people like people still live in their like parents house at the age of 26 yes that's crazy yes. which is great really. well, a good majority of people and i and i and i want to say uh, derek you're gonna say something um it's also they make you feel like it's competition. Right. Yes. Oh my yeah, gosh. That, that is annoying. Children, right? It's so annoying. We have schools that don't have curriculums that other white kids have. Right. That makes it harder for us to get to Ivy League schools. That's why it's such an accomplishment for other black people to get into Ivy League. And when yeah. they get there, reality settles in and they feel like they have competition. Yeah. Because the resources that were available for certain students aren't there, weren't there for them, so they have to work a bit harder mm-hmm. yeah, to get it, to the level that they're at. And then so, also, right, If mm-hmm. even if you do work a bit harder than that person, it's all about who has a better connection. 
Like who has more connections to sure. this specific thing? It's all thing? about connections. You can be way smarter than that one person. Yeah. But yeah. if that person has that connection to get to get in there, they will get in there and they won't even pay mind to you. Your like, father is probably like the just principal all, or something. Hmm? Like, your yeah. father is probably like the owner of the school or something. Like, just, so <laughs> I, I'm there was something I was gonna say, but I'm going to not say it because Why we're not? gonna end up going on a whole new tangent and okay. and that's gonna just be sad because then we're not gonna have enough time. Um so I'm gonna say the bad word. Uh-oh. And say we're gonna have to wrap it up. Part three. Uh, what? Part three. Part three. Part three. Oh, the eyes, the eyes of part three. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to go into a part three. Okay, so we're gonna have to go into a part three. So yes. I'm gonna ask maybe one or two people because of for the sake of time, because there's I love that there's a lot of you, but not all of you can do a last minute thought. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask one or two of you to do a last minute thought for me. Okay. Who would like to do a last minute thought? Me. Nara, and I want one more. I nominate Jacob. I feel like she would yeah. be. Yeah, and... yeah, I'm sure. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you got the twins mixed up. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like they had some really good insights. So, one of y'all duke it out, so. Tiana, okay, because she doesn't know what a last minute thought looks like, but Tiana does. As I was saying, like, we do need to show a lot more awareness and a lot more love to many people, Filipinos, and the black community. And we have to remember ourselves that this is a world where we're going to have to create our own path. We have to understand that we're going to have to work a lot harder in terms of what we do on the professional field and what we do on the personal field as well. And that's why it's very important to focus on your mental health and just to focus and just to understand that this is life and it is going to be a competition whether or not we like it it is life and that's how it is but you have the power to make a change perfect Nara. all right so what my last minute thought is um obviously like i feel like the reason why we're splitting this topic into three parts even though it is um, Women's History Month, Happy Women's History Month. Yes, right. that'll be the topic after we're done with all of this. Yeah. Yes, so I feel like the reason why this is three parts is because we just have so much. Um, I feel like there's obviously a lot of history behind it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, I mean, there's a lot, of un- a lot of stuff that's unfair that's going on today that we just need to pour out our feelings and open up and get a lot of stuff off our chest. Like, when you get something off your chest, you feel a lot of relief. Mm-hmm. And you just feel like this entire weight has been pulled off of your shoulders. So I feel like once, you know, part three comes around, I feel like we might have... We some have, resolution. Yeah, yeah, some resolution, yes. Um, so I guess that would be all. Marcus, please, close us out. Before I end the podcast, all I want to say is that just try to become part of the change. Even though society as a whole, we're scared of change. Mm-hmm. Let's admit it. Like, change is a scary process to go through, but just try to make it for the better. Think about all the benefits of that change. That's all I want to say. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, and Hmm? Yep. Yep. And that's and that's about it. And we'll see you next week. We see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.